I'm cautious about every minute and every hour that I spend and I keep a virtual mental plan for my day during beginning of the day and I make sure that I am completing each and every activity that I planned for that particular day and just in case if I can't do it I make sure that it is done the next day Welcome you to another episode of Reaching Your Goals. Reaching Your Goals is a career-focused podcast where I sit down with truly inspiring individuals and we talk about leadership and career-related topics to give you the insights to get one step closer to living a fulfilled professional life. Depending on the day, I either were the head of a certified leadership and career coach or a management consultant and I have an MBA from NYU Stern School of Business. My mission is to inspire you to reach your goals, lead with kindness, and have some fun along the way. Our topic this week builds the basis for getting things done. It's productivity. What does it take to become more productive? And we have a fabulous guest for that. It's Naveen Samala. As you will see, Naveen is either hugely productive or he never sleeps. And I'm kidding because I asked him that. On the one hand, Naveen is an IT leader driving business transformation. And on the other hand, he's the founder of The Guiding Voice, which is one of the fastest growing tech podcasts based out of India. He currently does four shows per week and getting that done on top of having a demanding corporate job is very impressive. He will tell us his secrets, so stay tuned. Before we get there, let me ask you, have you already signed up for the Reaching Your Goals newsletter? If not, you will find the link in the show notes. With that, it's time to get productive. Naveen, it's great to see you again. How are you doing today? I'm doing fabulous and uh, it's a pleasure to be here, Hannah. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you. I like to start my interviews with rapid-fire questions. Short questions, short answers. Are you ready? Absolutely. Go and fire them. (laughs) (laughs) Your name sounds so beautiful, Naveen Samala. Does it mean something? Naveen is nothing but new in Telugu, the mother tongue which I speak. And uh, Samala, I don't know the meaning of Samala, but normally we have uh, our uh, family names. Okay, few people go with their uh, hometown or village that they belong to and few people go with their caste, their community. But honestly, I don't know what is the meaning of my surname, (laughs) Samala, but Naveen is just new. I think that is amazing. And what describes you better? Ask permission or back forgiveness? I, I would go with second option. <laughs> <laughs> How would your friends and family describe you in one word? Um, leader. <laughs> Tell me more. Like I lead by example and also they describe me as if I'm always busy and always productive. I don't waste my time at all. That's what they describe about me. Who is one of your role models? Jack Welch, okay, the ex-CEO of General Electric who made it really big and uh, he's one of the greatest CEOs of all time. And uh, the reason he's my role model is he's ruthless in terms of firing people and he's always behind performance in terms of how to take it, the company to the next level. And he made sure that the businesses that he ran or at the top of the world. And in case if businesses are not performing, 
at par he used to sell those businesses ruthlessly but uh, he has really turned around the company and uh, i wish he, he continued to be the ceo for a long time <laughs> but unfortunately he passed away a couple of years ago but uh, he's a, a great inspiration to many leaders what do you need to be at your best to be at my best i need to be given autonomy and just give a simple problem statement and i will take it i'll make sure that the problem is solved and if somebody is really telling me you should not you should follow this rule you should inform somebody else to take it forward then probably i'll not be at my best so autonomy will help me achieve the best and what is the most important quality in a leader yeah one important quality what i look for is leader should lead by an example like leader should have should be more knowledgeable than their subordinates or than their team members because leader should inspire in every possible way and that is the most important uh, aspect of leadership because uh, if at all leader lacks certain knowledge leader should openly admit and expose their vulnerabilities and at any point in time leader should be punctual be disciplined be lead by example in every aspect be it professional be it personal because that's when we we look up to our leaders saying that hey you know there is a lot to learn from this person in all facets of life not just personally not just pro- just professionally but uh, he is the one probably i would like to see myself in the next 5 years or next 10 years what is the best advice you've been given in your personal or professional life yeah best advice is don't worry about the results give your best no matter what the situation is mm-hmm. and definitely you will get what you deserve just put your heads down and contribute to it selflessly and results will follow last question for the rapid fire what is one thing we cannot google about you <laughs> my faster execution skills because normally i am a kind of person who does whatever that conceives that 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 gets conceived in my mind and i don't give it a second thought if i think i am doing it i will go ahead and do it and i normally not many people know about it because i take instant decisions and uh, whatever it feels right in my gut in my heart i just do it and that is not available anywhere on the internet and with that let's jump in i know we will talk about productivity but first i would love to learn more about you and how you got to where you are today Would you mind sharing the key milestones that led you to where you are today? Absolutely. So, I graduated in computer science engineering way back in 2003 and after that I started my career as a faculty at an engineering college and I rose up to the ranks of head of the department in computer science within 3 years and after that um, I took a plunge into my corporate career and I got an opportunity with two companies out of which I selected General Electric where I started my corporate stint as a programmer and then uh, I initially started developing web applications catering to industrial sales to be using Java J2E and uh, one of the key milestones in my career is joining General Electric and doing my green belt certification and that has actually paved my future career and that changed my entire direction in terms of how I evolve as a leader how I transform myself both personally and professionally doing that green belt certification is one key milestone and after during that green belt certification in lean six sigma and while undergoing the training itself i decided i have to 
do my next level of certification in Lean Six Sigma world, which is the black belt. And uh, doing that black belt certification between 2012 to 2014, that is the second milestone, which actually helped me grow as a leader in terms of thinking about driving operational efficiencies at the organization level. And uh, between this 2006 to 2012, I also had an opportunity to pursue my master's in software systems from a reputed institute, Bits Pilani, and also I did my MBA from Symbiosis. Both were sponsored by General Electric. And um, General Electric is the company which transformed me as a better leader because I spent about 11 years there and it has helped me learn a lot of things from leaders across different businesses, domains, and different companies. And uh, after that, uh, in 2017, somehow I felt maybe I am getting into too much of comfort zone. And I thought I'll move out of that organization. Though I was promoted eight times in the span of 11 years, and everybody thought I would retire with uh, General Electric as a business head of one of the EUs. But I took a different and difficult decision just to move out of the organization because I wanted to test myself whether or not I'm going to survive outside general where I spent about 11 years. Again, that has become my second milestone in my career because ever since, again, there is no looking back and I never regretted for quitting the company because whatever the company has taught, I started applying all those learnings in the rest of the organizations whichever I started, whichever I started working with. So that, that would be my uh, second milestone. And third milestone happened in the year 2020. And during the same time frame, like April, May time frame, when I attended uh, a course on podcasting and launched my own podcast, The Guiding Voice. And within span of two years, I was able to take it to the global top 3%. And I met over 400 individuals from different countries, different domains, and I've interacted with them i interviewed them and i was able to learn a lot of things and honestly i have transformed completely between 2020 to 2023 if you were to talk to me before 2020 uh, and versus i would have been a different individual versus what i am today so these are the three career milestones and podcasting has uh, really changed my thought process and I'm able to connect to some individuals whom I've never imagined I would talk to in my lifetime. And there are also certain individuals whom I would have not met in case until and I re- unless I reach a CXO position, but I was able to do because I have created a brand from scratch. So those are the three milestones which I can talk of. There's actually a lot to unpack here. You said that you transformed completely from 2020 to today. How? Who were you and who are you now? Yeah, in in most cases, like when it comes to personal productivity part, personal execution, I'm the same. But when it comes to looking at the big picture and looking at the things from a different perspective, mostly the transformation happened in terms of things that I don't know. Before 2020, I was thinking that maybe I'm one of the greatest individuals. But as in when I started talking to smarter people, better people, I realized what I don't know. Now, I am, I'm in a stage where I started getting into learning too many things and there is a vacuum that created. I need to fill that vacuum. So that is how the transformation has happened. So which means I got to know, in simply put, I got to know what I don't know. And my appetite for learning has increased manifold multiple times. Mm, I hear the hunger. 
And I read about you that you are here to make a difference in those who dream big and want to chase. There's one life, create your legacy and leave your mark. What are you chasing and what mark do you want to leave? One thing what I want to prove to the world, right? If you look at people like Jack Welch or Oprah Winfrey or even Barack Obama, right? They are all from humble backgrounds. They started with humble beginnings and they are able to create such an impact, right? Likewise, I want to prove to the world a person like me who is from a small town can also make it big. And I want to bring forward the stories of successful people across the globe especially stories of the unsung heroes and everyday heroes around us who are inspiring through their act, through their inventions, through their success, so that people can draw inspiration from them and also grow in their careers and their lives. So in a nutshell, by bringing all these stories from all around the world, by shaping one individual at a time, get make helping them get better in their life, as well as in their career, I would like to hit millions of individuals. That's how I want to create an impact in the world. And wow. the, that too, a boy from small town can dream big. And all I do is I dream big and I make sure I chase them so that I can create a legacy. And today I mentioned about people like Obama, Jack Welch, Oprah. In future, somebody has to quote my name as a reference. When Navin can do it, I can do it. And you said before also that you created a brand from scratch. When you say brand, were you referring to the guiding voice or referring to your personal brand of Naveen Samala? Naveen Samala as the founder of the guiding voice. Okay, so it's a combination, I would say, because uh, there is no the guiding voice. There is no the guiding voice without Naveen Samala, and of course, my brand, my personal brand, has also elevated because of the guiding voice. So both are kind of. Twins, I would say, in a way, both brands are twins, like both are complementing each other. And uh, it did not happen just like that. I had to face a lot of hardships. And uh, at times I still feel maybe I'm not at a position where I actually have to be. But again, I never have any regrets because good things take time. And I've been building this platform from scratch through perseverance, patience, persistence, and passion. And since I'm doing it selflessly, I'm going to get a lot of good results and I'm very, very optimistic about it. And we will talk about productivity. And I know it's like with the guiding voice, you have two shows per week. You have the Transformation Tuesdays and the Tactical Thursdays. And then you have two more shows in, in, in different languages. So four shows per week, right? Yes, that's right. Four shows per week and a blog as well. What's your secret? Because you also have a corporate job. It's, this is not your full-time job, right? Yes, this is not my full time. This is just a side hustle and I'm into too many things. My secret is I don't waste time. And out of out of 10 to 12 hours of awake time that I have, I make sure that my plate is always full at the beginning of the day. And I make sure that my plate becomes in, empty by the end of the day. So which means I'm cautious about every minute and every hour that I spend. And I keep a virtual mental plan for my day during beginning of the day and I make sure that I am completing each and every activity that I planned for that particular day. And just in case if I can't do it, I make sure that it is done the next day. But rarely these tasks will get spilled over to the next day. My secret is very simple. Stay focused and calendarize every activity. That way, 
people also take you seriously and start working on it. And one other thing, what I diligently do is do the eat the frog first. Like there is a saying, eat the frog first, do the toughest thing. Because normally one big mistake what people do is doing the small things first and keeping the toughest thing to the last. But if you're keeping the toughest thing to the last, then you never know. We might run into some issues and which might actually create some unnecessary stress. So I normally avoid getting into stressful situations by doing the task then and there itself. That is my secret. Wow. And again, I have more questions. Uh, you said for every day you have a plan of things you would like to achieve. Does that mean that you sit down in the morning when you have your coffee or tea or whatever and you think consciously about the day and what you want to achieve or how do you create that plan? Yeah, that's a fabulous question. Normally, I work out every day in the morning in my home gym. When I say gym, I don't have some fancy equipment as such, but there are a couple of um, uh, barbells, dumbbells, and I have uh, a yoga mat, and I have a push-up stand kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, during that one-hour me time, automatically my planning gets started. And when it comes to the things that that requires some time and attention and that requires some dependency and all as in when something comes to my mind immediately i block time on somebody's calendar for example if i want to interview a guest right and uh, guest is in a different time zone like say from pacific time or mountain standard time and they are kind of uh, 12 to 12 and a half hours behind my calendar and i'm ready to stretch during my late evenings but i make sure that it is calendarized and uh, that way, even the guest is serious about it and uh, we are sticking to the schedule. And just in case, if for whatever reason, I'm not able to make it to that particular meeting, I keep them, I inform them well in advance so that they can plan their day accordingly. But if you are demonstrating seriousness and if you are demonstrating that you value your time, automatically people that are dealing with you also will value your time and respect you for what you do. You also said, eat the frog first. Is it always obvious what the frog is? Most of the times it is obvious because if you look at uh, certain, let's take, let's take the uh, example of podcasting. Like uh, if it is somebody at a senior level, right? And if you want to host them for a milestone episode, then I say milestone, every 25th episode on The Guiding Voice is a milestone. So I try to get their time as soon as possible and I make sure that there is a at least two to three weeks of advance time. And that way, I don't get into a stressful situation of not getting their calendar until the peak time. So likewise, if there is some difficult situation with a lot of dependency, those kind of things are called as frogs in my opinion. And when it comes to work, some boring stuff which requires a lot of dependencies, a lot of interactions, right? I make sure that I deal with that thing first because if you are having dependency, that person will have some expiry other commitments as well. And if you are waiting for that person and maybe if you are deliberately waiting for this discussion to happen next day, I think of why can't we have it today itself because you cannot predict what is going to happen tomorrow and day after tomorrow. Likewise, if I am proactively working on those difficult tasks, especially with those dependencies and all, those can be treated as procs, in my opinion. Likewise, there are numerous examples related to every kind of activity that I am part of. I scribbled down a few words. What I'm hearing is walk the talk, be proactive, and you come across as very results-driven. Yeah. And you also said before, 
stay focused. How do you yeah. do that? Because I know also from coaching that for some people, it's very, very difficult to actually stay focused. The challenge is to go from a planning mode into an actual action mode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the way I maintain focus is since everything is calendarized, I stay away from distractions. For example, right now, I'm talking to you. I have put my distractions off. Like my mobile is in silent mode. My mobile is in vibrant vibration mode. That way I don't get distracted. And normally if I am working on some activity, I'll put my heads down and give my 100%. Because the moment you get distracted, the problem with losing focus is it will take additional 10 to 20 minutes to regain focus. Right? That's why it is better to avoid getting distracted. That way you will stay focused. And uh, make sure that people around you are aware of that you are working on something critical and you are into that mode. And uh, normally my communications are very open. Like if I am busy, I send a text message to somebody. If somebody is calling, I say, hey, I'll call you back. And I'll make sure that I call them back soon after this assignment. People are good with the expectations. Okay, saying that, okay, Naveen might be busy. That's why he did not attend the call. That if you set the right expectations also, people won't disturb you. And that way also you can stay focused. So there are multiple tips that I follow. These are a couple of them. And you also said that you have this one hour of me time in the morning. And you mentioned that there is a yoga mat, a dumbbell set. And I know that yoga is also a lot of magic, keeping the mind calm. Is that something that also helps you then to remain productive throughout the whole day? I have yoga mat, but I don't do yoga. I use it for doing some squats and all other stuff, for doing abs exercises. But I am indulged in physical activity and it's been a little over 20 to 23 years that I started. During plus one, I started exercising. And ever since, hardly I might have taken a break of maybe 10 to 20 days that to when I'm extremely sick or when I'm physically not so well. But diligently, I work out every day. If, if it is not for an hour, at least I'll work out for 10 to 15 minutes so that I don't lose consistency. Because as you said, if you are physically active, automatically we'll be mentally fit. And that will help me stay focused for next whole day, next 10 to 12 hours of active time. I, I can so relate to that and I also need to like so so my sport is mainly running and I need to run to also get rid of all the energy but also if I have a problem to solve the magic is happening during running it's like by the end of it sometimes I have solutions so I really save myself time just by going Absolutely. running can resonate and in fact I've also started cycling last year and uh, this year I started walking in the evening apart from my morning workout and uh, because we have to be associated with nature also and we are, if you are too much if you are spending sedentary lifestyle especially if you are working in a corporate or IT environment uh, sitting at uh, your desk for long hours and getting into calls probably that will also create some sort of mental illness if we, if we may call it That's why it is always better to get some oxygen to our brain by walking around the nature and noticing things. And uh, during that time, I listen to some podcasts and that time also I'm making it productive. So likewise, as I said, I don't waste even a single minute of my time. <laughs> When I look at productivity, I, I see two options. It's either I can do more work in the same amount of time or I do the same amount of work in less time. Which, and I, I have a feeling you're in the first camp, like do more yes. in the same and time. And at times right? it is the second bucket also. 
and depends on the situation but normally i have a gift natural talent if i am into something maybe if i practice something once or twice third time onwards nobody can match my speed automatically my, i get into the autopilot mode of the more more because if you look at podcasting also earlier i used to take 4 to 6 hours for editing an episode now i hardly take 1 hour if it is a 30 to 40 minute length of episode right so i have that innate uh, uh, ability okay for example if i am editing the podcast by looking at the waveform i can intuitively guess what that word is i get that particular maturity so likewise the faster execution skills is something that has come naturally and that way i'm able to achieve more and at times i also look at optimizing things and find a smart way so it's a combination but most of the times it is case one as you discussed what is your point of view on a 5 hour work day for our work day i think it is a good idea because honestly speaking most of the corporate employees right they contribute about 5 to 6 hours maximum there will be a lot of distractions for sure if you consider in in lean six sigma world there is a concept called gemba work means going to the site where the actual work happens and maybe you monitor somebody's work how many times they are getting away from this how many times they are going for a coffee break and observe right so typically any individual you take they will be active 5 to 6 hours a day or they'll be productive so i am i opt for fire work day for sure and there's one more example where i've seen your productivity because i know you published your i think it's like the first book inspiring lives where you turn stories you encountered with a guiding voice into a book that's right so i mean it's like this productivity is coming across in everything i'm reading about you and you have podcasts in different languages are you also using depending on the language capabilities of your guests do you also use the same guests across different podcasts Yes, if the guest is speaking Hindi, and uh, I ask them, "Hey, why don't you come to Hindi?" Now that you are already hosted on English, and these days I have a lot of inventory for English because I save uh, things for rainy day. Uh, to be precise, I have about thirty-five episodes for English already available in my inventory. <laughs> okay, which is like next four to five months of content is already available. So nowadays whoever is approaching me to be a guest on english i'm asking them hey if you want to do an episode in english you have to wait 6 months until it gets aired if you want to get aired on hindi it will take just one month which one would you prefer obviously they want hindi i'm converting them to hindi <laughs> so like when i'm repurposing the content and i don't have to tell them the whole story if i'm approaching a new guest i have to tell them the whole story of why i started and first it was created in english and then i launch telugu and now i launch hindi instead if i if there is an guest already approached in a different language it is easy for me to convince and that will also save me a lot of time <laughs> and looking at productivity what is one thing that our audience can start today to become more productive what is the one thing you would like them to take away from our conversation yeah one most most important thing is each one of us is given 24 hours a day and what best you can make in the 24 hours a day because if you can if you consider some successful entrepreneurs like elon musk he also has 24 hours a day and if you consider a successful leader like uh, barack obama he has a 24 hours a day like but why he or she is able to make a difference and why we are not able to make a difference look at be watchful about where you are 
spending your time the most most of the folks are wasting time on social media and also on gadgets because those gadgets are created with a lot of research they are created in such a way that people come back and use more and we inadvertently are getting into that trap of spending more time than required on these unnecessary stuff which is not going to feed us so be watchful be mindful about the time that you are going to spend then you will make wonders and then maybe one question for social media because you were just mentioning it how much time do you spend on social media a day <laughs> that's a fantastic <laughs> question i I, I spend about three to four hours in total, and most of the time I spend is on LinkedIn. Again, my consumption from social media, especially on LinkedIn, is higher compared to rest of the platforms because Facebook and Instagram, you have a lot of entertainment stuff. Okay, I pay very less attention to entertainment stuff, but I consume a lot of content on LinkedIn. And out of the four hours that I'm spending in totality. About two hours goes into publishing my content itself because I post content related to my podcast episodes on all these uh, socials, and um, I also go through LinkedIn's uh, daily rundown and I follow certain influencers and go through their articles to just get up to speed on what is happening within the industry. That's how I take it forward. But consumption-wise, uh, three to four hours just to sum it up, and within that three to four hours about. One hour could be consumption, or one and a half hour to be a consumption, and whereas two to two and a half hours will be on the production side where I am generating the content. And just a few more questions left. What is coming up next for you? The Guiding Voice Inspiring Lives Volume Two will be launched towards end of 2023 or early 2024. And while I speak, the Guiding Voice Volume Three will also get started, maybe towards end of this year. And apart from that, uh, I'm anticipating we will launch the guiding voice in at least one or two more Indian languages. So wow. these are the things that I have on my radar at this point in time. <laughs> How many hours a night do you sleep? <laughs> Can you take a guess? I hope for you it's seven. Yes, you are right. I make sure that I spend. At least six to seven hours. I sleep at least six to seven hours uh, every day because uh, sleep is very important. And again, uh, in case if I don't sleep, I won't be that productive. And maybe you might be wondering how are you finding time for corporate job? How are you finding time for podcast and all? So I'm watchful about the awake time other than my work time, and I spend that time wisely, as simple as it. I'm not given thirty hours. I'm given twenty-four hours, just like everybody else. When you are careful about the time, how you spend it, on a personal level, do you then also very selective, say with meeting up friends, something on that side? Yeah, all my personal appointments are also kind of calendarized. Like if I have to attend a family function or a function at a friend's place, or if I have to catch up, invite a family friend's family for dinner, or if I have to join them as a guest, it is all prepared at least two to three weeks in advance. That way, I don't have to uh, get into last-minute hassles. That is one thing which I follow, and also I don't go out that frequently these days. In the last two to three years, and I'm very selective in terms of spending time because of a lot of commitments. Because I want to get to a stage in the next uh, one year where once I start monetizing on my podcast and all these initiatives, I'll be in a position to earn, make some money. 
so that I can delegate some of these activities. But I'm selective in terms of spending time. Okay, one more question I need to ask. What do you do for actual fun? I watch movies and <laughs> I, I make sure that I watch at least one movie per month at the theater, okay, the auditorium. And apart from that, uh, I also uh, read books and when uh, I say I like some funny one-liners kind of thing, like uh, the comedy stuff, which really is creative, that keeps me up and running. And apart from that, uh, every weekend I have a me-time kind of thing where uh, I spend some good time with my family alone, my friends, which will also keep me keep me up and running. So I, I have fun. Okay, working out is fun. And then I also make sure I spend time with my pet. Yeah, she's also giving me a lot of stress relief. Uh, so likewise, I have my own ways of fun. Yeah, I'm having fun. Oh, I did not have any doubts. I was just curious. And I have to make you a huge compliment because I also do project work and I like to work with people like you. I'm sure if we were working together, I think it'd be fun and we would get things done. Absolutely. I believe in one thing. Like if you are in a deathbed, the people say that there is a five-minute reel kind of thing that starts playing before we leave this world, right? I want to make sure that the best possible real plays on my mind before I leave this world. So fun is ingrained in everything that we do. It is not that I'm, I've become a robo. I'm not a robo. I have a lot of uh, good feelings. And at the same time, I try to like, try to travel. I try different cuisines and I like to drink. Like I do everything possible as well. And I heard so much purpose and passion also in your podcast journey on making this big. So that's why for sure, I don't hear somebody, I mean, a robot or anything. I hear passion, I hear purpose. And you do things because you know why you're doing it. And I think that is a situation to be in. I'm very impressed with you. Thank you. Thank you, Anna. And uh, yeah. Two more questions. Who else should I have on this show? <laughs> So you, you need to invite uh, Kavita Garla, okay, a friend, and she's in her early 50s right now. And she's so passionate about life. And she started her modeling journey after she turned 50. Like she has um, some interesting stuff to share. And in addition to that, I also recommend uh, one more friend, Devi Shobha Chandramauli. And uh, she's doing some excellent work in the field of neuroscience. And she's also a podcaster. And uh, yeah, both, I think um, you need to invite both of them. Nice. I will do that. And I will ask you for the actual introduction afterwards. Absolutely. For people who feel inspired, I know for sure they should subscribe to the guiding voice. They can buy, they can buy the book called Inspiring Lives. How else can they stay in touch with you? They can connect with me on LinkedIn by searching for my name Navin Samala and they can also visit my podcast webpage at theguidingvoice.net or they can visit my personal website www.naginsamala.com and of course they can subscribe to my podcast The Guiding Voice from anywhere wherever they find podcasts including YouTube. Perfect. Then thank you so much. This was another conversation and like really doing a double click on productivity and really getting your tips and your wisdom on how to become more productive and what to do. Thank you for joining me today. It was a pleasure talking to you and thanks for inviting me, Hannah. Those of you who are listening to this show, please listen to The Guiding Voice. And if you like the content, I request you to share with your friends and colleagues who can benefit from my show as well. And wish you all the best. If you need any support, just reach out to me through 
LinkedIn or uh, you can also find me on uh, every other social media platform. This episode is already over and do you feel a little bit more productive? I told you in the beginning. I like the topic of productivity because it builds the basis, the foundation for getting things done. And that's what I'm all about. If you need support in getting things done, you can reach me at hannahadelegate.com. I'm happy to support you. And if you are still listening and you have not yet subscribed to the show, I think it's time for you to do so. This way, you will get the next episode in your inbox when it drops on Tuesday. With that, we're done for today. We are one step closer to reaching your goals. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.